Ladies and gentlemen, it's Thursday, and you know what that means. It's the Delco XC Podcast. I am Kevin Key, your host, and I actually have a guest host with me of some sort, a former teammate of mine, former Delco champion, Greg Thomas. Greg, good to see you here. Kev, thank you for having me. So this is a quick update. It's one of those quick hit Thursdays based off league meets. Now, I do want to note some things. I did not see Sun Valley results, and I did not see Del Val results this week. So um, I cannot note them on this podcast. So I did want to let you know ahead of time, if you're listening to this podcast, you're from Sun Valley, you're from the Del Val. Uh, the results I have today are from the Interact meets, uh, the Central League meets, and the Catholic League meet. Uh, so I wanted to just give a quick hit for those podcasts. But before that, we have a state ranking update, and the update is as of 921. That is today. Do you remember the 21st night of September? That's the question of the day. <laughs> um, we have the boys' rankings today. Three Delco teams. Never seen it. Three Delco teams. You have Episcopal at number one. You have Pencrest at number two. And the team that I spoke about on last week's podcast, the one to look out for, Ridley is now on the state rankings at number 19. This is huge for Delaware County. Uh, And on the girls' end, we have obviously a team from Haverford. This was updated on September 14th. So the next update for the girls is either coming later tonight or tomorrow. Haverford girls are still in the rankings. And on the bubble is the team from Strathaven. And I'm honestly interested to see what Strathaven does when their varsity is fully healthy. Uh, And I'm going to note that in their column today. But first, I want to talk about the Interact Meet at Belmont Plateau. Uh, It's a special place in my heart, Belmont. So I want to go there first. But this week, I'm going to start with the dominating performance of the number one team in the state, Episcopal Academy. They went one through five and made it look easy. And Greg, you know specifically how that Belmont Plateau course is. Um, Going one to five on that as a team that's that's impressive. Yeah, a lot can go wrong on that course. I definitely can. I mean, and you have Eli Engelman, Michael Woolery, Ethan Zoe, Curtis Connor, Dawson French. Like that nine second spread. Yeah, the between nine seconds them. is, is uh, <laughs> you can't do much better than that with five guys. Yeah, and I, I'm my guess is because their times weren't the six team lows that we're expecting right now. But they still dominated sure. at Interact, and they, in my opinion, they probably ran this as a workout. You sure running together. That's where that nine seconds cop probably comes from. But even even more so, you know, that's that's what you do early in the year. You kind of pull your younger guys along, or your um, not as talented runners along, and do it all together on a course like that. And even as a even if this was a practice meet for them, pack running. It's something I preached in the episode one. It's something I preached in week two. Now I'm preaching it again. Uh, pack running, especially for Episcopal Academy, is going to be huge, just like it's going to be for a Pencrest and a Ridley and a Strathaven and a Marple Newtown and a Haverford. Like these, you could see these packs of runners. Pack running is very important in this sport because if you get three or four ahead of one person from another team, that's how you win championships. That's how the girls of Bonner and Prendy won the Catholic League Championship in 2017. They were to put packs in front of O'Hara's number four, number five girl. We put three girls ahead of their number five, which is very important, or four and five, which is very pivotal to winning that meet by one point. So pack running, huge thing. Uh, I do want to talk about the quick 
hitters on the Episcopal on the girls that interact. Episcopal girls did not want to be outdone in this. They dominated their dual meets as well. Also with strong performances out of Notre Dame in that race. Uh, in all honesty, it's a strong outing from Delco in the Interact. Uh, Interact championships are going to be just as interesting as Delco championships for the girls because you're looking at Notre Dame versus Episcopal. Uh, they could potentially be your top two teams in this meet. Uh, and Kendra Williamson and Mary Rosano, they're going to put up a great fight in that in that individual race along with, obviously, Penn Charters' Ali DeLisi is going to look to run away with that one. But Kendra and Mary are going to also put up fights within that top three. Um, and if you could do that, the Interact is going to be interesting to watch come October. Uh, I did want to, I am going to move on to the Central League real quick. Greg, I visited um, Grocery Park on Tuesday. And, <laughs> I knew this was coming. And... Um, very, very different, this Rose Tree Park. First off, there's a playground there now, <laughs> which I know you've seen. You saw the playground. Yeah, I was on it with my nephews. All right. So <laughs> the playground is in the middle of the old course, basically. It's it's taking up everything. So they just change everything. Down. Smack down the middle. So I went to the meet on Tuesday. I got to watch some of these races. Um, and by watch some of these races, the playground not only ruined the course at Rose Tree, but it also ruined my ability to watch the races because I brought my four-year-old son. So you may have seen me. You may not have seen me at the course on Tuesday, but I was there. And I was able to see Ridley just their top two boys dominate on this new course. Joey Lancey and Jackson Kane, they both dropped sub-16-10 on this course, which is completely impressive. And Ridley alone put up a 132 split between numbers one and five, and average 16.53. So, I'm like, Ridley is showing that they have this depth, which is very important for a team on a cross-country course. Um, on the girls' end on Tuesday, Zoe Margolis continued her winning ways. She dropped a 19.30 on the new course uh, with sophomore Avery Lust Garden. She finished fourth overall at 20.21. My idea of, like, depth here, and I... Team-wise, Marple Newtown is one of those teams that I've continued to say, watch out for them. They they have the ability to finish within that top five at Delco Championships on the girls' end, potentially even within that top three. They're a team to watch. They went and they averaged 22-15, led by Lizzie and Allie, Lizzie Getz, Allie Pavone, who went sixth and seventh, but they were missing their normal number three girl, Sarah Coe. And... If Sarah's able to push it up up with Lizzie and Allie, Marple could be dangerous. But obviously everything depends on that four and five. Yeah, depth. Uh, I mean, listen, a 22-15 average without your three three girl is, is pretty impressive this uh, early in the year. Like you said, you know, can't do anything without four or five. Honestly, can't do anything without four, five, six um, with the way that this sport rolls anymore. Yeah, and I mean, if you listen to the, my interview with Terry Tui, great interview. If you have not listened to it yet, please make sure you listen to it. We did speak about the Cardinal O'Hara teams, and the one that went to Nationals finished fifth in the country. That lost at state championships twice on the tie, which, like, another thing, it's unprecedented. So that one through six, even one through seven, very important on a course. Yep. Um, and honestly, if I thought Tuesday was impressive at the Central League made at, at Rose Tree. 
Wednesday just like wowed. Pencrest wowed. They went one through four, one, two, three, four in this race. Sixteen twenty six with a sixteen twenty six average. They had Rowan Carr and Enemius Mulligetta. Dude, you I need to meet you so I can get to understand your how to pronounce your name. So I'm gonna apologize again to you. Both of you, both of them were under 16 at Rose Trees Course. Under 16. It's insane. Yeah. 19 total points for that Pencrest crew. Haverford put up a strong race as well. They had two groups pack running. As I said, pack running is huge. They had Teddy Foster, Carlo Bovary, sorry, Bianviri, and Sean Lawson. They went four through eight. And then they had eight other athletes within the top 22. So Haverford showing depth. And Haverford is kind of in that rebuild period, I would say. But they're rebuilding pretty quickly this year. And could also sneak into that top three, top four or five at Delco Championships. Delco Championships is going to be a race to watch in that first week of October. It's going to be very impressive. On the girls' end, it was Olivia Cislak who pulled off the victory. Um, Olivia went uh, 19 low in this race with Strath Haven's Chloe Brown finishing second overall. Chloe dropped a 19-19 on this Rose Street course. I believe she went 20 last week on this course. Dropped a 19-19 finishing second overall with Olivia's teammate Cameron McGeehan finishing third. Uh Haverford just dominated this race in general. Uh, Mika Haskins Kyer was fifth, Mackenzie Gillespie sixth, and then a pack of uh, Fords led by senior Alyssa Bloxton takes seven places from 11 to 20 in the race. The story here once again is that state bubble team Strathaven without Hannah Prokop, they finished second in this race. Hannah is their has been their top runner. She's worked with Chloe throughout the race. They didn't have her. She's Likely out due to an injury, uh, but Strathaven finishing second. Audrey Stevens, Sophie Jackson goes seven and eight, going 20-25, proving that pack helps. Haven is dangerous. They're dangerous when those top four girls are together. They're going to be dangerous along the way if they continue to push like we've preached. Five, six, seven runners coming up. Look out for Strathaven. Yeah, especially with some of those freshmen look like they're going to make an impact. So this meet was also the debut of uh, Lorelai Golombuski. Lorelai was a top five athlete last last year at Delco Championships. She went ninth overall in this one, running 20-40. It was her debut race. Uh, now I'm going to move over to the Philadelphia Catholic League real quick. And I'm going to start with, and Catholic League is kind of weird when it comes to uh, rankings right now. Uh, it is Belmont Plateau, Sarah Lorenz, and Joni Quinn again up front for the running lines of Cardinal O'Hara. They went third and fourth, although if you look at the rankings, it does say Sophia Bora. I believe there was a mix-up with Bibbs. I'm trying to see if that is a correction. I did text their coach to see if that was correct or not. I do believe that's Sarah Lorenz because Sarah's been their number one for a while. They went 3-4 with Ava Ezzi finishing 8th from Bonner and Prendy. She dropped a minute from her time a week ago. Uh, so it's showing that she's just getting her legs back under her. Uh, 
most impressive thing is right now that all of these girls are now second team all Catholic already. Uh, but there's no Delco team score here because uh, they're they're just right now they're those teams from Delco are not deep enough uh, in for O'Hare, for Carroll, for Prendy. Uh, on the boys' end, it was Donnie Cave who dropped. He's a sophomore. He dropped about a minute and a half the, from last week. He went 18:39. He finished third overall in the second Philadelphia Catholic League meet. Uh, he was followed by Josh Knox Wagner, who finished 10th. Some dehydration there for Josh, it sounded like. He went 19:33. Once again, there was no team score for the race for O'Hare or for Bonner and Prendy. Uh, for Archbishop Carroll, they went 5th overall in the first PCL boys race of that day. Uh, I'm going to go to meets to watch this weekend. So, Greg, back in our day, back in the day, <laughs> The meet to watch was Steel City Invitational. That was the uh, meet yeah. to watch, right? The meet to watch recently has been the Foundation Invitational at Hershey. Yeah. All right. It's the state course. Uh, a lot of teams like to get in there, get in and see this course for the first time. So that's one of those races to watch this weekend because you have a team from Haverford and an, and a team that I, that people sleep on in Springfield. That could also put a nice race out there at at the uh, foundation meet at Hershey. Uh, they're also in action this week is Episcopal Academy for their first Invitational. They're racing at the George School Invitational this weekend, uh, which once again could be very important for them. Put up some fast times. The difference this weekend though is every looking at the lists, Delco's all over Pencrest this weekend. Like, if you're a Delaware County cross-country fan, get to Pencrest this weekend with note. The weather. Now, I'm one, as a cross-country coach, saying we practice what we race in. So if it's going to rain in a meet, we're going to practice in the rain. Greg, do you agree with me? No question. All right. I enjoy running the rain. I actually run more in the rain than I do when it's uh, sunny out. (laughs) So... There's a threat of rain this weekend, and Pencrest is going to make the decision if that meet's going to go on by Friday. But that is the meet to watch this weekend over at Pencrest and Media. You got to watch that one. There's a lot of teams out there from Delaware County. Uh, I I list them all, but there's too many to name. Uh, once again, and the rain might slow people down, but it also might speed people up because they want to get out of the rain. Sure, so and have fun with it. You know, have fun with it. The likelihood that it's going to be raining again come the state meet or Delco championships, um, it, it's unlikely. So have fun with it now in September, you know, when you're not looking for your fastest times. Well, and, and that is my recap for this week for the league meets. Looking forward to seeing these results this weekend. If I have potential, if that meet is happening at Pancras, if I have potential to get there, I'm going to try to get there, watch this race, see how these Delco teams do. Uh, So good luck to all those teams this weekend. Make sure you follow us on Twitter, Instagram, at DelcoXCPod. Make sure you like, share, subscribe. Tell your friends, tell your teammates, tell your coaches. Let us know how we're doing. Give us a five-star review on Apple. Uh, Listen to us on Spotify, iHeart, Apple. Honestly, at this point, anywhere you can find podcasts. Good luck this weekend. Make sure you get out there, get up those hills, and move!